0: I'll just go over to Facebook and take a minute to do that.
1: Still half asleep this morning.
0: Sorry? I'm still half asleep this morning. Oh, okay. Can you hear me okay? Yes I can. Because yeah. your sound is a bit a bit light. Um and I want people to get the full value.
1: I usually use my phone. My phone's been playing up, so I'm on the computer. I'll just check whether the speaker is.
0: So I just... Loading onto Facebook... System Walden. All right, so I'm pressing the go live button now. Woohoo, let's go. All right, so we're setting up the Facebook meeting live and okay so we're now streaming live into ignite your passion so my purpose of coming here and interviewing women is that i want to find out the gold of what it is why did you start business so that i can we can encourage other women to step out and take the take the plunge if you like and for me i've got a daughter with special needs and i i had to reinvent myself. I was in a corporate role. And so it's been, you know, reinvented myself a number of times. And now I want to help, I'm helping other women to do that. And as of August 17, so Monday fortnight, I'll be launching a challenge in the group to help women take the steps day by day. So, but anyway, it's not about me today. It's about you, Sarah-Jane. So tell us a bit about, well, hi, firstly. Hi. So you're a busy mum juggling between between children and business? Yeah, just the one
1: child, but still with a business can be difficult.
0: Okay, the sound is still a bit, a bit low. Yep, yeah. uh, can, can you hear me better now? Yeah, that's better,
1: awesome. Oh, I'll, I'll sit closer to the, to the <laughs> computer speaker, but try and put my head like this. Be like a robot and just <laughs> me. Yeah, the phone is more
0: helpful than the computer I've discovered, So tell us a little bit about your background and your story.
1: Uh, So I
0: started in interior design um, when I
1: was around 19, and I always planned on working for an architect as an interior designer, so not drafting and not homes. Um, I was with him for about five years and really enjoyed that um, time with him, but I left him to work for a builder. And to work for the builder, I decided that I would learn building design, not interior design. Uh, Within 12 months, I designed over 400 homes for them in a new suburb in Wow. And they um, accidentally sent an email. And that email accidentally was, was, I was CC'd into it, but they explained that that they needed to look after me in terms of me not running away because of how valuable I was to the business. Um, And there was also some numbers and some spreadsheets in there as well. Um, I forwarded that to my husband and said, I don't, why I'm working for these people for uh, not much it was around it was less than 50,000 a year 10 years ago and um within 5 6 days it started the business uh, probably 3 days of deciding heavily is this uh, going to work because we were told over and over that uh, I wouldn't be able to achieve uh, working with builders so predominantly clients are male we don't really have female builders unfortunately and one off so mums and dads don't get as Involved in design in the suburbs, so I do predominantly greenfield blocks, so brand new blocks. And in Canberra, where we are, the builders tend to pick up those blocks before individuals in ballots. Uh, so you're left with only working with the builders. Um, it was a big step, but I'm glad
0: I did it. And we turned ten on the 10th of August. So 10th of August. So 10th of yeah. August, you celebrate 10 years. Yes. Woo! So we said we'd have a bit of a celebration this morning. So <coughs> woo!
1: <laughs> Yeah, we um we accelerated heavy at the five year mark. We knew that that was a huge achievement, but ten years now, it's um it's a part of my life. I guess it's, it's another one of my babies. So, got the real child got the dogs and got
0: the business. Sorry, got the real child, got the dogs, and got the business. <laughs> what I see in property because I've. Um, with my ex, we renovated a number of houses and then I set up something called women in property. And what I've seen is that there's a lot of, it is male dominated and the guys don't talk very well to women, but yet it's the women that make the purchasing decisions because I actually worked as a real estate agent and it's the women that, you know, fall in love emotionally with the house. And, make the plan decisions. Yeah. And yet the guys are like, you know, they're, they're kind of just, they just don't communicate with the women as well as women communicate with women. So I think it's a huge opportunity, you know, for women to, to step into. So that's quite a, a different story. So within five days, you'd set up your business.
1: Yeah, it's uh, day three. We had an offer for a rural job. And I thought, well, if I've got one offer for one project, knowing that you need around five projects a week though to run a business, that was a start. Um, and by day six, we were offered a second project. So I set up an ABN and um, registered business name, et cetera. And yeah, the 10th, we were created and bought. So how do you go about finding your clients? Uh, for the first 12 months or so, to be honest, it was predominantly... Um, I was helped gratefully by Crace Display Home Village. Uh, it was a new suburb in Canberra where they handed out my business card out to off clients so that's the mums and dads the not so much the builders and through that though I also did uh, 46 homes for a large developer in canberra called GeoCon. Um, anyone from canberra now will know that they're very large they do tower developments etc now so I don't really work in that um, I don't do the commercial sector I do residential um, but that 46 increase was the start of up to about two 300 homes a year
0: Wow, that's amazing. So do you have any regrets? Uh, in terms of particular clients, maybe in the first 12 to 18 months um, that we
1: also kept on for quite a long time. Um, but that would probably be it. And just how I managed particular clients in the first few years, um, the last couple of years, I'd say hit about the seven-year seven year mark and I felt confident as to who I would choose to work with. That's for builders. And you've still got to be um, careful with builders. One-off clients are always fantastic. It doesn't matter who they are, what type of personality they have. You're working for them once, if that makes sense. But when you're working in a relationship with a builder, and that involves their certifiers and government approvals and ICON, and ICON's our water entity and things like that. Um, you've got to have a good relationship with these
0: people. I think... Uh... It's it's about managing expectations. I worked in sales, and um, yeah, it's about managing clients' expectations. Because if your expectations don't match, it's not about whether they give you good service or not. It's about managing those expectations. And I was talking to somebody from Hewlett Packard one day. You know, they made the computers and things that we worked with, and they said it's not about the problem. It's about managing the clients' expectations, and that's sort of always stuck with me. And you know, and deciding who you're going to work with. All the other women that I've spoken to have said it's all about research before you go into the business. But it doesn't sound like that was. Well, you did it kind of. We, we, we
1: did. We did do it, but we did it about twelve months later. So originally, we had a, a different logo. We um, put ourselves together very quickly. We didn't have a website. Um, we had a different email address now, things like that. It was about 12 months later we put together a business plan and had logos developed, went to web designers, et cetera. But that first 12 months was needed more so to develop relationships with the builders. We didn't need to be um, glossing ourselves over. We needed to get a portfolio of work going. Um, when I say we, it was always my husband and I. I know I'm the only person that drafts, but there's always been him on the side helping and helping me make decisions, but not actually doing any of the drafting or anything.
0: Yeah, it's helpful to have somebody to bounce ideas off.
1: It is, yeah. Well, we, and we're in an interesting situation, though, too, because when we, he's still my husband, we've been separated for five years. We don't actually live with one another, but we run the business well together still, so... And uh, parent well still.
0: So that's important. And, you know, just because you're not together doesn't mean you can't have a good relationship.
1: Oh, and so, and uh, having a good relationship with um, someone that... Is involved in your everyday is important.
0: Yeah. So, do you have any advice for anybody who's in a similar situation and you're not happy with where they're at, underpaid, overworked?
1: Always just go for it.
0: Um,
1: Don't doubt your skills, and don't doubt who you can work with. Um, uh, I've had moments over the last couple of years where I've taken on huge, huge homes or huge projects. I did a building at the cemetery that I didn't feel confident in taking on, um, not because of the location, but because of it being a commercial building. Um, And it won numerous awards, including the uh, Australian Architectural, uh, it was the Property Award for that one. But um, just to take on a job like that, I would not have thought to myself, age 25, when I started the business, that I could do that. And um, we do it easily.
0: Yeah, I think- Always just
1: go for it, yeah.
0: That's what I see a lot of women you know, sort of, oh, you know, should I do it? You know, we don't take the step forward as men do. Men just go, yeah, I can do that, you know? They do, yeah. There's statistics to even say that, you know, men will go for something that they're 20%, you know, they can do, whereas women won't do it until they're 80% sure that they've got the skills. I, w- I would
1: say I probably wouldn't have done it without the support from friends and family and husband because oh, I had decided that it was probably too much for me the 24 hours of the excitement of looking this yourself through the email of statistics to show that I could do it myself um, and that was pretty much a rapport with people that I'd worked with um, in Crace in, in the display home um, but I didn't have the confidence I needed the confidence from other people yeah
0: yeah awesome so is it somewhere we can see the cemetery that you built like is there a link that we can
1: uh, On Facebook, I don't think I've shared. I don't share a lot on Facebook either. I think I wrote that to you the other day. Um, I haven't had a huge social media presence and we haven't had to advertise a lot, thankfully, because word of mouth and a small area in Canberra, um, once land goes up, you tend to get every single block next to each other. So one person buys a block and you just keep getting a block. Um, But I I do put up commercial things on Facebook, so it may be on there. But if not, um, I'll find a link to the awards and can pop that in. Um, I have done other commercial work. They also worked on the original uh, bar in Gungahlin, which was called Siren, but it's just had a refurb uh, about two months ago and I didn't do the refurb. What is it? Uh, a, bar, a local bar in Canberra. So oh. I don't really do, While well, I'm an interior designer as well, I don't really do interiors or commercials, but I have done a few
0: of these. So I imagine in a local bar you'd have a lot of famous people like the Prime Minister drinking and because it's Gung Island's more of a suburb. It's not so
1: much. Uh, if it was... When I worked when I worked for the local architect, um, and I'll give him a little bit of a please. name's Terry Ring, and he's, he's a fantastic mentor. Um, he's Architects Ring and Associates. We worked on constant high-end fit-outs where, yes, all politicians would be. Um, the, I worked on the War Memorial that won the uh, mm. fit-out awards for MBA in 2004. Um, Lots of commercial fit-outs for the likes of Colliers International and um, large law firms and things in the city and motels, and Rex Hotel. I don't work on that kind of thing through my own business and that's by choice though. That's because I do prefer the the, the residential homes. That's very enough. story two-story, um, simple construction but... I feel that it gives back to people a little bit more. People live in these homes forever sometimes. Yeah,
0: yeah, I do. Well, I've been in this home for a long time. It wasn't. I
1: like like to move on, but I know most people don't. I don't like to be in the same home for longer than a couple of years, and that's because my parents built. They weren't builders and they weren't designers, but they built nine times when I grew up, and I think that probably that drove me originally to want to do design um, and interiors. Uh, but most people do stay in their residences that we design for them. And we do a lot of uh, uh, what we call uh, cultural design, so uh, vastu for Indian clients in Canberra. So they uh, require certain areas in their home to cook from, so be in the east to cook, uh, face certain directions in bathrooms and bedrooms, um, have certain areas for prayer rooms, etc., And... um, there's quite a connection when you're working with people like that over at commercial because you you're giving them something that they are going to use every day at their home forever. Yeah.
0: It's a bit the same when selling real estate and you're selling to women like you're selling to the heart and yeah.
1: It, the meetings are generally are always dictated by the, the, the female, so the the wife will make the decisions, and it's um very stereotypical to say but. They, they will always sit down and he will say, I'm just worried about the garage, and <laughs> leave the rest to her. And it, it's, it, it would be the same for you in real estate, I'm sure, um, or was the same, but all similar. It is what it is. It's not, um, it's not trying to stereotype people. it just people are who they
0: are. Mm. I went to a um, property investment seminar 12 months ago and, I, and it was mostly guys. And I just felt that they weren't speaking. They are speaking a lot of figures. They weren't speaking kind of what I would what I wanted to hear, it was just a lot of numbers, and I thought, yeah so st-
1: statistics over actual stories
0: yeah, 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 yeah. you know yeah. it
1: <laughs> they they're very driven by they're very driven by statistics, they're very driven by the end. they can see a very end result prior, I think to um females will chew through a little bit where or. We are paying pay their attention to detail, far more attention to detail through any process, in my opinion. Mm. And just like to get there. They do a good job most of the time, in my opinion, as well, though, so. I don't have any other male draftees in Canberra to call colleagues, so I work with, and happily, with male draftees in Canberra. So we bounce work off one another when people are too busy, et cetera, or we're having difficulties with local planning authorities or um, ICON, which is our water, easement um provider uh, things like that we all worked well together and, but it would be nice to have some other female drafts people in canberra to do that with
0: i um talked to somebody a while ago who was a um she did mapping
1: there's some amazing architects in canberra so i'm not a registered architect unfortunately some amazing female architects um but no female drafts people really and the draft is we're the people that work with the builders the architects will more of the high-end um, inner-city you know, projects and apartment blocks or uh, homes for elite people in the likes of Red Hill and around Parliament House and things like that, uh, but drafts people that... Lots of females doing interior design, but no drafting.
0: Mm, interesting. I actually
1: had a um, young woman send me a plan last week for a feasibility sketch that she'd designed already. Um, was getting quotes from people like us that drafts people to do up what we call BA building approval plans drawings in my opinion she had the ability to do them herself her plans were fantastic she was so close to getting there so just one more qualification for her to pick up so that she can provide drawings that can go to site to be built off and approved Mm. on um would be worthy and i wrote that to her and i think she was a bit shocked because if she did that kind of thing, that would be a loss of work for the, you know, me in ways, but that doesn't bother me because I can see that she doesn't need to keep coming to someone like me. She's already producing the plan well um, for us to take it. Just dimension it and put smoke detectors and notes on it. It seems to be a bit of a waste of time. I just feel people um, like her that have got that skill should probably just do it themselves because they can do it,
0: yeah. Good on you for encouraging another woman to step up. That's awesome. Yeah, she's been a great
1: interior designer for about five years in Canberra though, and picks up a lot of good work. But every time I see her plans, I can see that her floor plans are fantastic. So she could plan homes just as well as she does the interiors.
0: That's awesome. So that's, um, it's been great to, to talk to you and hear your, your story. And yeah, it's, um, you know, telling women just to go for it. I think, you know, That's what I thought women would say, but they've said do a lot of research first. So I think that's awesome advice. And I wish you all the very best for next Monday. Are you doing something special for your celebration?
1: COVID? Probably not. (laughs) Uh, We want to do something. My son's decided he wants to have a birthday party at home and make me a 10 birthday cake, but I want to go and do something like an adult. (laughs) Uh, we were we wanted to try and maybe get into the tulip gardens. Um they are closed at the moment due to COVID, but taking in bookings of photographers and things. Um, so hopefully, hopefully tulip gardens.
0: Sounds awesome. I'll um watch out for what you put on Facebook and yeah, it's been great to chat to you. So I'll just uh, stop the live stream. So now we've stopped the live stream on Facebook and I'll stop the recording.